This is Katie. And this is Derek. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Break, break room. room. Yo, welcome to the break room. I know you stepped out of your classroom, went through the hallway, Euro stepped a couple of students, opened the door, closed it, boom, flopped down in the seat. <laughs> and next to you, you're going to swivel your chair and Katie K is going to be sitting there looking at you, shaking her head like, girl, talk to me. Tell me the tea, girl. Tell me. And listen, if you are here today, you are here for a very unique and specific post pandemic episode that's going to talk about Ooh. gamifying our classroom. Okay, I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Oh, goodness. You know, you think about fantasy football. Mm, you think about my language. something that you, you know, sports or video games or anything that's gamified. We're yeah. in, right? We're yeah. all in. We want to win. There's a competition. Uh, you and I were at a staff something and people mm-hmm. were gamifying their answers to, I don't even know, trivia. Yeah. And there, you should have seen some of these adults losing their minds, right? <laughs> so I think it's about taking your content that you've got and making it into a competition. Now, we think about games. When I think about the generation that we're in now, and I'm going to say something that's pretty controversial, <clears throat> losing. When mm. I think of games, I think of losing. Mm. Will there be winners and losers when we gamify our classroom? A thousand percent. A thousand percent? This ain't Little League. Ugh. Not everybody get a trophy. That's not the, the vibe that's been going around lately, though. Mm. Everybody wins. No, not everybody wins. Everybody wins. No. No? No. This is gamified. Okay. So there's winners and losers. Now, I've heard that competition in games, you can treat like salt, right? Too much of it ruins the opportunity. Sure. Just a little bit of it adds a little season and flavor. How do you sure. feel about that? No, I agree. I think you move from gamification to experience lessons to Socratic Ooh. seminars. Like I think there's a whole list of things that you need to be leaning into. And I just yeah. think gamifying things are just one. Now, we talk about gamifying specifically post-pandemic. Why can this be effective in a classroom post-pandemic? Well, post-pandemic, we're seeing things we've never seen before. Like? Like 2020 hits and the kids are in third grade Mm -hmm. and then they finally go back to school full-time and they're maybe in sixth grade, fifth grade, and they're like stuck Mm. in maturity and in content and everything in 2020. Yeah. And I think a lot of adults are like that, too. Like, we have struggled to, like, move out of that Mm -hmm. and go back to whatever normal might be. And so we're seeing kids that are behind. But everybody in the world is on the same page. I mean, Mm -hmm. everybody is feeling that. But as educators, let's say you've been teaching for 15 years. That's that's new. Yeah. I think the digital stuff is also they just find different workarounds to things that are blocked. So they are digital natives. Yeah. And so I think I've seen that. I've seen an interest in the filters and the pudding, making yourself look thin, making mm-hmm. yourself look flawless. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like me a good filter. Get, get <laughs> rid of some of these age spots I've got. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I've seen a lot of that. Right. And so I think gamification can help us get back to... Who we are. So when I hear what I, what I hear you saying is even though it, for those of you that listened to episode one, we talked about the, the digital heroin mm. and we talked about not only is it um, uh, 
not only the phone itself, not only the, the, the digital device itself, but it's the way we're using it. And it sounds like we're using games and activities and we're partnering with them in order to deliver, provide educational opportunities. Am I hearing you correctly? Yeah, 100%. You can use different kinds of apps like mm-hmm. Kahoot. Uh, Gim Kit is fun because they get money in their account, mm-hmm. answering questions, and they are taking in content, but they're like, oh, yeah. you know, they're winning. Uh, but I also like a group activity. I yeah. call it missions. You know, you play the Mission Impossible theme song, oh, and they mm-hmm. run in and they're in groups and they know that there's going to be a mission on table one. Yeah. And they have, they can get 10 points by sitting down, figuring out what their name is and fit like... And then they can do like a caca, and yeah. then they get the 10 points. And then they move every 15 minutes to a new table. Well, it's content-based. Yeah. But they're like, wow. And it also builds culture because, you know, if they have a name and they have a leader and everybody has a job and it's like a whole thing, yeah. it creates culture as well so uh this is good i'm glad you're elaborating on what gamifying gamification is because i heard games and i thought like computers and i thought digital stuff right and there's a way to play games without being on electronic devices that's amazing so uh it also sounds like games are like uh disguising some things as well right it's like putting cheese on broccoli (laughs) right you know, it's like, how can I disguise this thing? So uh, what what uh, what are we piggybacking on games? Like, what are some things that are sitting on the turtle shell of games? Like, what comes through the door with games? The content, the learning. Mm-hmm. Like, they are going to remember it. They are going to be able to synthesize their learning because of the games. Yeah. But if you walk in and it's like, mm-hmm. and they're... You know, reading out the textbook and answering the questions in the back of the tech, like that's they're not going to take that in. Yeah. And so I think we have to kind of always be evolving in how we are delivering content. Yeah. What about um, what about connection through games and group activities? Well, sure. So I make them as a group, as a family mm-hmm. within the family. They have to come up with their name. So okay. it has to be like the leader's first name. So if it was if Katie was the first name, it might be Katie's kind kid. So alliteration is in there too. And then they have to decide who has what role. So you got a runner. That's the only person who can be up. So runner, runner, uh, pencils, tissues. And you see that everybody in the group can be successful at one of the jobs. And so I've got kids that will sit down who might not be the strongest reader or not, might not be the strongest writer mm-hmm. or the strongest speaker. And they'll sit down and be like, I call a runner, mm. you know, <laughs> but they are still part of the team. And they're, you know, and then they're listening to each other's brains and it's great. But I also make them decide what they're playing for before the games begin. Ooh. So and they have to come to consensus as a group. Like push ups. No, <laughs> like wall sits. No, like like what they're going to get. Yeah, if they win. What about the people who lose? They don't push have, ups. They don't have push ups. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody want to smell that. You walk into Katie's, Katie's <laughs> classroom. <laughs> everybody's in there doing. Just walk around with Febreze. The principal, yeah. The principal's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> it's my model classroom. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> so wait, they get to decide their prize, right? But they have to come to consensus. So, 
they can decide to have like play for a candy bar, which doesn't cost me too much. Yeah. Uh, but there's they can also play for an oops pass. And an oops pass will get rid of a grade that you bombed on anything. Oh, oops. Like, oops. oops. My bad. Like, My oops. bad. Okay. So every, and that's free for me. Yeah. So everybody, there's at least one person in each group that needs that oops pass. <laughs> okay. It's it's more valuable than it should be. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, guys, we got to play for the oops pass. And they're like, okay, we'll do it. And... <laughs> And then that's what they play for. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That because um, what I hear you saying as well is like, so not only um, do we have content, and not only is there connection taking place, but there's collaboration. Hundred percent as well. Yeah. yeah, and this is all through gamification. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also sounds like there's an element of creativity. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. You got to come up with your name. You got to come up with what you're doing. You got to come up with how you gonna solve the problem. And then when we spend time here, we go to a different table that has a new issue. Right. And then we have to connect and collaborate and be creative all over again. Hundred percent. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And I like they're in pods and they move. Mm -hmm. And so you're not like you have procedures with it. Yeah. Because you don't want it to go crazy. Right. So you can't talk cross pods. And Ooh. it almost becomes a bad word in my room. Like if little Johnny tries to talk to little Ooh. Ricky in another pod, the leader will be like, don't you take, don't you do it. Yeah. Talk cross pods. It'll get us points taken away. <laughs> cross pods. <laughs> and they're like, don't talk cross pods. Yeah. Um, and Or I'll go up and with my little, I, w I walk around with this little skeleton hand when I teach. Yeah. It's weird. I'm a middle school teacher. And <laughs> I will put my hand up and be like, you weren't cross pod talking, were you? And they'd be like, no, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen, I've seen this on social media. I was, what is up with this hand? <laughs> Talk to me about this hand. Listen, I'm, I don't know why the props work, but yeah. they do. And your big kids like them and your little kids like them. And I found these. Okay, Derek, are you ready? <laughs> I, I found these skeleton hands, and they only come out at Dollar Tree during Halloween. Okay? Katie. And they, no, Derek, they're not, they're salad tongs. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even real hands? Well, they are. They're, they're skeleton hands. Are they fixed? Yeah, yeah, they're like, yes, like, and but I mean, they're 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 coated as salad tongs, <laughs> so there's two in a package for one dollar. So I buy them out at Halloween. That's such a teacher move. It is such a teacher move. But Dollar Tree <laughs> is like a wealth of information, and I love it. And it becomes almost like a signature. Like I always have something in my hand that I'm teaching with. Yeah. And that, and then at my workshops, I've been giving them away. I've been seeing them everywhere. <laughs> I know. Like, why? I don't even, you have to be at the workshop, I think, to even understand what's happening. They're like, I bought you this Katie Kinder gym. And I'm like, and it's the skeleton hand. Oh, my god! I can't tell you how much I love it. Yeah. Or like if I'm standing at the door. So engagement goes up by 30% if you greet your kids at the door. Ooh. That's easy. Say that one more time. You could be the most boring teacher in the whole world. <clears throat> But if you greet your kids at the door, your engagement goes up by 30%. That's amazing. That's easy. Yeah. So I'm standing there with a the skeleton hand. Talk <laughs> about like cold and flu season or COVID. And I'm giving them high fives as they walk in with that dang skeleton hand. Yeah. I love it. It's amazing. It's fun. Okay, okay, okay. So, so we've, been on the, we've been on the alliteration train. And I got one more for you. I'm so we talked, about, we talked about content. We talked about connection. We talked about collaboration. We talked about creativity. Whew. You're on fire here, Katie. Woo, the last, you are. The last thing you said was change. What? Um, why is it important to change up 
the the learning environment? Like, why is that valuable as a teacher to, um, I know consistency and predictability can be your friend as well. Sure. But if they come in and it, dun, 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 I think it's fun. Yeah. And, you know, life is fun. We like to do the fantasy football. Yeah. And we like to go and play cornhole. Yeah. Why is it called that? Um, And we like to go and shoot the basket or yeah. do the things or play the video game or play, you know, Wordle or whatever. Yeah. You see it all over the place. Mm -hmm. So, of course, our kids are going to love it, too. Yeah. We love it. So gamify your room. I love Change it. it. This is. I also think that like things, um, our kids are so used to things changing so fast mm -hmm. that when you get an environment that doesn't change, right, it, it kind of um, it forces them to tap into something else. And so it's like I've, I've gone into my son's room and he's had like a, his TV on, his laptop up. He's got like a PS little hand thing in his hand and he's got his phone up and he's talking to his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, that's four devices. Wait, one, two, three. That's four devices. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm okay. I got them all. Yeah. And he's like, got this thing up and he's like, tap right here. And he's watching TV and his girlfriend. And he's like, oh, girl, you cute. And he's doing his own. <laughs> it's like, he's got all this stuff going on. And I'm like, what is happening? And so to me, when he goes to, to, to school as a junior in high school and he has to sit there and open up a book and he can't have his phone out, it's so, the environment is so stale. It's so sure. dry to him. Yeah. And so as a teacher, it feels like if I understand what gamifying my classroom does for not only my engagement, but my retention as well. Like, it seems like I would use that as a tool, as a tool. Yeah, 100%. And that's so funny. Girl, you cute. Girl, you cute. <laughs> I was just walking by and I leaned back and he's like, oh, I'm talking to, oh, okay. All right. uh, yeah, I all thought right. you called me cute, man. I know that's a lot. I'm walking around the house with my shirt off. I know you ain't saying that to me. Shoot. Yeah, no, I think that it it really does speak to them. And then, like, we'll do, like, a... We'll do a debate or we'll do, I'll have 10 minutes left in my class and my lesson didn't last as long as, oh my gosh, I'm never yeah. going to say free time. Yeah. Don't ever do it. And wait, 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 wait. Teacher tip. Teacher tip. Don't ever say free time. Why not? Free time means free for all. Mm. That's when things can go awry. Give me some different words to frame. You get to do some something that's. Oh, I'm, I'm always going to have something. Never um, free time. I have an extension to the extension to the extension. Every single kid is working on some sort of project that means something to them that isn't always an extension. Like maybe somebody's making a poem mm -hmm. based on Kobe Bryant. Right. And then they're doing the artwork for it. And that's something that they get out because it's due in two months yeah. or something. Uh, there's always an extension to the extension. But sometimes, like the whole class... It finishes and I have 10 minutes mm -hmm. or I have a weird 15 minutes. I am not going to ever save free ever. time. I'm going to say, okay, okay, we're going to have a debate. It's quick. If you think that social media is good, I want you to get on this side. If mm -hmm. you think social media is bad, you're going to get on this side. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Like, And even when I'm not meaning to gamify something, like I'll have two kids like debating back and forth respectfully. Yeah. And then like after the class. They'll come up and they're like, which one of us won? Mm. Like, they want to know. Mm -hmm. Like, who won? Yeah. And I'm like, you get, you both get pride in your heart. They're like, man. Oh, I need an oops pass. <laughs> yeah. I need an oops pass. So I'm sure there's somebody that's watching or listening to this because we don't have video. You have to listen. You can't watch. Mm. Um, that they're listening to this. 
And I just want to just recap really quickly. When we're talking about gamifying, it's not just electronics, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about creating this game environment. And in this game environment, right, our content can be delivered. We allow opportunity for our students to connect and collaborate and be creative. Uh, you change up the pace and the speed and all those allow our kids to grab a hold to something just a little bit better. Yeah. But I know there's somebody watching. In fact, we got a question for today around okay. gamification. I'm ready. And this says... Katie, I'm good with kids. My classroom runs smoothly, and I love what I'm doing, but... But, let's hear it. There's a teacher next door to me that Uh I can't avoid, and she is so mean to me, and I don't know what to do. Whoo! Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be a bully, right? And and, and, and maybe this this person is mad because my classroom is loud. Or maybe they don't like the way I interact with the kids or whatever. Like, listen, I'm trying to be a good teacher. I'm gamifying my room. I'm connecting with the kids. I'm creating safe spaces. I've got my digital content down and they put the phones up. But when I come out, I got this lady next door that I can't avoid. Giving you static. Yeah, I mean, here's one thing to say. It's lonely at the top. Ooh. 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 Why are they mad at you? Yeah. I mean, you're not going in there going, you know, you suck. Mm-hmm. You should do what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, you're I'm assuming you're just like running your class and right. kids love it and they're running into admissions and mm-hmm. and then you're getting accolades and maybe the person next door doesn't like that. Yeah. And I think teachers too, and I've seen this a lot, they become quite inflexible, not all teachers, Mm -hmm. but some because they feel like they have zero control Mm. over whatever mandate and whatever, you know, pay or what they, they have zero control over these kinds of things. So what are they going to do? They're going to maybe bully the teacher next door Mm. or worse. They're going to bully kids. Yeah. And I see it more than I should see it. Right. And so in that situation, Shake it off, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Shake it off. Shake it off. I don't know if that was good, but I liked it. And I know that that's hard. Yeah. Because as teachers, we're pleasers, and so we want people to like us, and we want, you know, we want to do a good job. And but I would say to just avoid her and smile at her and kill her with kindness, and yeah. that's all you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. And if it's our, our C theme, our alliteration theme of you can control what you can control. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And if you're relentlessly doing what's best for kids in your room. Yeah. Then shake the rest of it off. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Listen, I think I just heard the bell. We've been in the break room too long. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, Katie Kay. And for that teacher that just went out, closed the door, pushed the chair away, went back into the hallway, into the classroom. Hopefully you use some gamification. Yes. Are we ready? We're ready. Are we going to get it this time? (laughs) Thanks so much for hanging out with us in in the the break break room. room. Boom. Boom.